Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Savannah. And hey, what's going on? It's Garrett. And this is the Talk Your Talk podcast, season two. Bro, 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 season two. <laughs> and we're back. And you're probably wondering, wait, there were only like seven episodes in season one. How can that be season two? But it's because we're exclusive. Like an yeah. HBO we're show. We're an HBO show. So we are if, Issa Rae. If in my mind I'm an HBO show and I give you seven episodes, then those seven episodes were high content. High content. So you should appreciate them. And if you haven't listened, you should go back and check out the beginning of season one to here. And now we're here, which is season two. <laughs> I am that annoying. You all should know this by now, though. I feel like if they've listened to any of the seven episodes. <laughs> and if you listen more, then, you know, we'll be able to afford a soundboard. Exactly. So we can actually do <laughs> it. So you ain't got to hear us. Them. You don't have to hear us. <laughs> you, I'm crying. <laughs> so the more long. you listen, the more we'll be able to afford. Yeah. So pull up on the kids. So listen to season two. Please do. Uh, we have a special guest today. Uh, we figured that season two, you're probably going to be tired of hearing just us. Hi, So we're going to bring in homies from time to time yes yes and this first guest of this new season yes is going to be one of our good friends yes yes Uh, hi guys yes her name is chloe or chloe millie as she would like to be called you call me chloe millie you can call me chloe 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 that's what i call her yeah but we're gonna go chloe millie for now and the millie is spelled with what you said dollar signs yeah so it's chloe dollar signs uh and that's it so but you call her Chloe Millie. Because so that's how you it's only that. right. It's right. only right that you call her Chloe Millie. I think it's fair. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I think we've also decided that any guest on our show will also be named after a rapper. So like, I Chloe, love it. it's, it's Chloe Millie shit, period. Unless, <laughs> how? Unless we bring on a rapper. <laughs> Garrett, I'm so sorry. Offer it. Because me and Chloe are high-key clowns. Yes, and uh, every time I'm with these two together, it's ridiculousness. So yeah. I'm but sure it should be fun. Honestly, this was meant to be because for those of you who don't know, um, I introduced Indeed. Savannah and Garrett Indeed. Indeed uh, to one another. Uh, they're both my really good friends, but the three of us make great friends. Yeah, so Here I we are. you are the creator of this podcast. Honestly, Hi, y'all are welcome. You're the producer. <laughs> y'all are welcome. Can you get your friend? Get your friend. Like, yes, your friend. like I told you. Wow. Friend. She said, <laughs> I am called, I birthed you. That's what she just said yeah, in she, so many words. She's the I am. All these kids is my son. All these, it's okay. Oh my gosh. What she did is, we do? She is Gucci and Jeezy to Atlanta. So Apparently. Us, apparently. Recognize. Nice. Period. But okay. Well, welcome to the show, Chloe Millie. Cheers Thank up you. for you. Cheers. Maybe I'll find you know here, let's just click, cheers click, my click, click. <laughs> my, my plastic empty <laughs> Plastic to glass. So <laughs> you heard nothing with that little bloop. <laughs> Pretend it was a clink. Oh Listen, my god. When that soundboard come in. Like, <laughs> clink, clink. <laughs> clinks. <laughs> but no, guys. So we obviously took a strong hiatus. A strong hiatus. Like, you know, life happens, though. I feel like we said that in our last two episodes because Sav is late. Y'all should know this by now, too. But, you know... Stuff happens. But it's, it's 2020. It's 2020. And if your lives have been anything like our lives, it's been hectic. It's been crazy. Yeah. It's been a lot of staying inside because so uh, your anxiety is making you think, is that cough? Uh, COVID? Or mm-hmm. is it just a cough? And then you start to freak out. So it's just been a lot of craziness and yeah. dealing with just the life of 2020. So yeah. um, I know you understand. But we're back for this new season and like we said we're exclusive so like HBO shows but so, you're still here exactly no Tisha Campbell no Tisha Campbell <laughs> Chloe oh my god oh my god Tisha I'm 
teach Campbell. Teach <laughs> Wait, what did she say? I'm, 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 I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we see how this oh episode goes. Oh, my <laughs> Garrett's high key sick of us already. It's All been right. 32 seconds. But no, nah, so since we've had this season of uh 2020, Garrett, what you be, what's been going on with you? So let's see, we we last chatted around j- end of June, almost July. So I heard you had some great news and we talked about, I think we may have like dropped a little bit, but like let's talk about where you are. What's I been going on? I think at that time, the last time we did an episode, we were even talking about that. So um I mean, yeah, I got a new job. Yeah. A full-time job. This is not my full-time job. It's not like this is paying me yet. But, you know, it's not. One day. If this ever does, one I can day. drop that job. You but say if. This is when. This is, you're right. I'm this speaking into existence. Speaking into existence. Speaking into existence. But um, I got a new job. Um, I love it. I'm blessed. And um, but yeah, it's just been it's been grinding it out. I've just been honestly just working. So that's kind of why we took a little slow break because starting new jobs are crazy. Yeah. And adjusting bro. to to new professions mm-hmm. in your yeah. 20s is like okay, well. This is my career now, right? So, what so it's just, yeah, so it's just like trying to get like your feet on your your feet under you and just like understand what the hell you're doing. So. Honestly, truly, but yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just been working and adjusting to this life while trying to adjust of 2020 and that's real. and COVID life. Perfect, um, perfect. Not much. Like now that it's cold outside, <laughs> we live in Northeast Ohio. Look, it's not like I'm about to be posted yeah. in the crib. in the crib. There's because not much bro, we can do. I'll see y'all in um, March. Look. Cold April. and cold. <laughs> March and April, the sea flow. After that, she's probably traveling around the world. And then when we come back, it's like, don't come for me, okay? <laughs> don't come for me. But no, so let's see. From July to now, I think a lot has happened that just kind of like shook me to my core. Like, yeah, what are you um, So I also got a new job. Super excited about that. Anyone who knows, knows me, knows I was working in customer service and I was slowly pulling my hair out. Also gaining weight and getting acne, which was slow. You know, adult acne is real. Yeah. And it's high-key it's garbage. I mean, we've all been... Look at our faces just from, like, the mask. Like, yeah. Man, like, Why is that a whole thing? No, I hate it. Masty is some trash. Not cute. Uh, oh, my God. But, no, so I got a new job. I love it. It's definitely something I can see myself doing for the rest of my life or at least being in the correct industry for the rest of my life. I love it. So that's great. But Garrett has a valid point. Like when you are switching careers as drastically as I think that both of us did, you definitely need time to adjust to management, make friends with your coworkers because being new and being virtual is a task. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then um, even more so beyond that, I had some stuff happen with my family. My grandma ended up in the hospital right around July, August Mm -hmm. time frame. And um, she's 75 but more importantly my grandma lives in the Caribbean so in the middle of a pandemic worldwide we weren't able to like hop on a plane and just go to St. Thomas even though she was having surgery so it's a really mm-hmm. weird space when you see your grandparents because they're always these like lively creatures yes. in your life right like yes. I love you eat cookies I'm gonna make you chubby that's my job mm-hmm. it's your gift and then to see her like it, via FaceTime and just be a completely drained person oh gosh, yeah. bro broke my heart and it's like you never really know how much people mean to you or how much you care about them until you're on the cusp of losing them right no and sure. so that like broke me down I was like alright I am not okay <laughs> like I'm so sorry I can't do this today yeah and then of course you got police brutality so that added on top of it yeah you've got this election cycle so that added on top of it so it was, it's, it's been a task but once she got good and then she got here 
yes. and then she got to the point of being able to harass me mm. I was like oh you good good all right all right so you're, let good. Me... you're healthy you're okay back. you're back right. hello mm. how are you we do love her though we love Diane you're at 100 percent. okay huh. you're back you're back huh. like you never left all right oh. <laughs> we love to see it but you're trying it now you're trying it um but nah man like life is life um you start a new job you do your best that you can you take care of your family to the best of your ability and then mm-hmm. you do your best to take care of yourself but that's been me up until now and trying not to lose my whole mind mm-hmm. in the process of whatever in the hell 2020 is supposed to be i agree Club, how about you what have you been up to this is your first time on the pod tell us about it yourself is. who yeah. are you um so i'm my name is chloe chloe for those who know me and chloe yes. for those who don't yes um i'm here in cleveland as well with savannah and garrett um i'm a digital marketer uh i try to be an all-around baddie Period. mentally physically yes <laughs> i i'm here for my friends yes. um you know and I'm in a place of elevation. Mm. And I think me and my Ooh, friends are okay. too. So I like that. Yeah. Um, what else? That's close. She's recently a mom. I am. Yeah. The thing about COVID is... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm one of those people that picked up a quarantine pet. Uh, <laughs> I, I need company. I, yeah. I, you know, I've wanted a pet for a long time. Mm. I grew up with pets. So for me... I have a kitten now. I have a seven-month-old kitten named Ducky. She Ducky, is a... Ducky is hilarious. A whole teenager, but... <laughs> Sturdier. I love her to death. You know, quarantine has been interesting for me because it has taught me to be okay with certain amounts of stillness. Mm. You know, I, I think for the first time, a lot of people in my circle, and, and maybe you too as well, have yeah. had to kind of sit with yourself yeah. for the first time in a really long time. Yeah. By force and not by choice. <laughs> and... I, I think I can only speak for myself, but it is hard to sit with your feelings Man. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Them not be pulling up too strong, like, like inconveniently. At the worst moments, though, like you couldn't do this when I was ready for you. Correct. Like yes. last week, I was right. sitting silently ready to cry. This it's week, eleven o'clock on a Saturday. I got things to do. I want to live. Okay. Like this is rude. But you know what? I mean, with stillness comes. You're able to recognize where to evolve, mm-hmm. where to take care of yourself within. And, you know, 2021 is going to be that girl. She has to be. Um, I'm yes. pretty knee deep in um, a passion project of mine uh, that will be coming soon. So stay tuned. But um, we'll bring her back when it's time for that. Yeah, I, I'm yes. really, really excited about this this business venture I am working on. So I'm so excited for that. I'm I'm really excited. So sorry. There's nothing like finding, identifying. Yeah. Okay, this is what I want to do. Yep. And like walking up in it. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Right. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm I'm blessed for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we start there? I think Chloe made a good point. Garrett, what's one thing that you think 2020 in quarantine has taught you thus far? Yeah, I was definitely gonna keep going with that. That's a good point. She should produce us for real. She Uh, should because she's got some ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm down. <laughs> um, I think this year has taught me, I guess, more just uh, more about adjustment. Just a, a year of adjusting. Yeah. It, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I feel like since life has turned upside down in such a crazy way. Um, I've come from adversity, and a lot of things in life have taught me adversity. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like this year was like the first time. Like, oh, okay, this is gonna be like a full twelve months of plus of roughness I of can't. not feeling any calmness in your body. Of mm-hmm. I don't know what the word perpetual anxiety. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think of, that's real. Yeah, of just feeling uncomfortable all day, every day, mm-hmm. and learning to live within that uncomfortability, but also. 
learn the things that help you um, adjust to that uncomfortability. Like, what gets you through these times? For me, it was mm-hmm. like it was a lot of bike riding. Yeah, it was a lot of riding my bike. It was yes. a lot of being outside. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of camping this summer. Like, um, more black people need to camp. Uh, we're we're gonna get it. We're yeah. gonna get into gear and more camping. Yeah, <laughs> more so. camping. But um, yeah, being outside, nature as always is always my comfort. So mm-hmm. yeah. it was just a lot of being outside because like there was nothing else we could do this Rocky. year. There was no events, no being around a lot of friends at one time. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of just learning to be in yourself in the yeah. stillness and also learn to love to learn to do things that you love by yeah. yourself yes. and find out what you like because a lot of your homies can't be with you so exactly. what do you like to do because it's just you <laughs> it's you by yourself this next, so this next month or whatever of summer so yeah. yeah just a lot of learning I guess yeah. a lot of adjusting can I ask a question and sure. I want Savannah to be the first person to answer it and then Garrett and then I guess right. myself Word. have you guys found that your relationships with your friends, your family, whoever during COVID have completely shifted, whether that's in like a place of I'm growing with somebody Mm -hmm. like really, really, um, I don't know, because we're forced to just sit with one another. Yeah. Or do you find that maybe really uh, friendships have dropped? Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll speak to that one specifically right after I say what I learned real quick. Oh, I'm so, no, you're good. No, <laughs> my bad. Look at her jumping in though. I love to see it. That was cool. I I'm love so to sorry. see it. No, that was good. That was good. I'm that, girl, don't be sorry. This, that's what podcasting is. You have a good time with it. Um, so I'll say the one thing I think that I learned this year was having to learn how to redefine what success was for me. Ooh. And so I think that when the world was open, for lack of better terms, mm-hmm. my ideas of success were very much so based around where and what places I could get into on what merit, if that makes sense. Okay. So kind of like when you work in media to a certain degree and you have certain contacts, I think a lot of my success was based around who do I know and how do I use that contact to get me whatever I need to get to, to elevate. You. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that no, I think I know for a fact that when you go into a space of solitude and self-reflection, mm-hmm. there is a there is a moment where you have to say, OK, what I thought was going to be the world yes. is not that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I saw what my life would be like if that was where we were. And now I have to completely redefine who I am and my character in that space. Right. And that for me was really scary, only because I think success has always been this thing that I've been running after, chasing after, grasping or attempting to grasp at without a true understanding of A, what success was for me mm-hmm. and B, truly understanding what Savannah looked like in her version of success. Right. Okay. And so I had to really sit back and say, OK, success isn't about who I know. Success isn't about where I can get into. Success is all about how I see myself and more importantly, how I'm able to impact the world around me like I I grew up a lot in 2020 and I think that part of that had to do with the fact that I turned 25 at the end of 2019 yes and when you turn 25 they talk about this like oh this is my midlife crisis year and I'm having a quarter life crisis and initially I was like I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna have one of those and then the world shut down and I I won't I don't know if it was an existential crisis so much as there was like a good two to three month block of time where I just kind of hated everything Mm -hmm. right like I hated my job I had great friends but I didn't know how to be a good friend and therefore I was disliking friendships I was disliking my family because they were able to see things about me that I wasn't able to see about myself and so I was mad that they were able to call stuff out of me that I couldn't see Mm -hmm. I was mad at God and people don't talk about that enough 
about how the guy, at least the guy that I serve, um, he wants all of you. And so that means you can bring all of it to him. So when you're mad, like, yo, I'm sick at you right now. Like, I'm tight. Nothing is what I expected it to be. Where are you at? Why can't I feel you? Why do I feel like I'm doing this all by myself? Um, And so I went through that period and I had to really do some self-reflection on the, okay, a lot of why you're upset is because the way you define yourself is based on what others think of you and not what you think of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so it became a year of clear vision in a lot of ways. And I think it's funny because 2020 at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh, this is the year of clear vision. I'm going to know exactly who I am. But no one say that. Okay. But no one saw a clear vision coming from having to sit by yourself. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so I think for me, that's what my lesson was. Success is defined in how I see myself, not how others perceive me. And um, be okay with the fact that that is ever-changing And as I enter every phase of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question as far as relationships are concerned, um, I think that being in quarantine with my mom in particular was interesting because... She always talked about how we never spent time together because I'm, I'm a busybody. Mm. And so being up under each other for so long got to be a bit strenuous at first. But <laughs> she wanted you back out. She was like, can you get out like <laughs> on some real life? Like you're cool and all. But don't you have something to do? Anywhere right? Else. Any, anywhere else but the house. Um, so that got to be interesting at first. But then I, I had to, rem- like, we, I think in my opinion, definitely got closer. Um, and then when it came to friendships, I had to remember some friendships are there for a reason and some are there for a season. Ooh. And I don't know that I cut anybody off in particular, but people definitely took, I, I reevaluated my circle. Mm-hmm. Like, I and people may not know that or even be aware of it mm-hmm. just because I think that I'm very good at like keeping a good face in a lot of situations. <laughs> They're going to hit a podcast and right? be like, um, am I one of those people? <laughs> Actually, when's the last time I heard from Savannah? Right, yeah. but, I, but like I really learned what it was because I'm the person who I felt like all the time was reaching out. I was always like yeah. just trying to make sure it all stayed together. Mm-hmm. And I had to remember like, A, you're an adult. B, you're busy, mm-hmm. and C, it's not always your job to be the person that maintains the That's friendship. Right. I right? think, yeah, I think that you see that a lot at 25. I think yeah. that starts to come into play a lot because you know you've kept around a lot of high school friends, you've kept around a lot of college friends, mm-hmm. you have accumulation of all these good people that you've met throughout life, but then you're starting to find yourself, mm-hmm. and as you're going down those avenues of discovering yourself, it's like, okay, well these three people we don't really align in that way we're not really that tight so they kind of just fall by the wayside a little yeah. bit then even some close friends that you've had like for a really long time it's like alright well we don't see eye to eye I mean shoot even this election could have brought that out to be like yo yeah. we don't we can disagree on some things but at the same time there is some friction here that I'm underlying friction that I've never really noticed mm-hmm. but now in this moment of stillness yeah. and this transition period that we're going through as yeah. a society <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm able to see like ooh maybe not we don't we don't rock the way I thought we did mm-hmm. and that's okay yeah because we're growing up and we're not 19 year old kids no more we're not we're not kicking it at steak and shake and just yeah, we going are out all night no. you know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> We're not doing that stuff anymore and we're trying to do bigger things so yeah i'm growing and you're growing a different way right. or you're growing a little slower than i am and that's okay if your friends are and you want to keep those yeah but if you but you start to feel like oh you know i don't you want to keep it and then anxiety like i have to do this yeah. i have to keep them by yeah and you just and yeah, and, yeah. Fall away. for sure and don't get me wrong it's not that i had any friendships that like 
detrimentally fell by the way, sir. There was yeah, some uh, huge uh, uh. fallout or anything. I am very good at having an ascended circle. You better do damage control. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she's the worst, bro. She's the worst. <laughs> it wasn't anything bad like that, but I just, I had to realize I was growing up, right? Mm-hmm. In college, it's yeah. very easy to have friends because they're around yeah, the corner. You're all yeah. just chilling. Yeah, as an adult. Yeah. Friendships are work. And the work was the part that I was like, I do not want to be the only person who's participating in friendships. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the only person that's participating in relationships. That was a really tough one for me to have to learn, too, Mm -hmm. because I realized that the only way that I knew that I was valuable to somebody in a relationship space was if that person was reaching out to do the work as well. And a lot of with with the few guys that I was talking to, I'm like, I feel like with every single one of y'all. I'm doing the exact same thing I do with my friends where I feel like I'm the one who's constantly reaching out. Mm-hmm. And again, there's always maybe one or two or maybe like you got a group of friends where it's like it's a mutual exchange. Yeah. But I'm like with these guys in particular, I'm like, yo, I'm really sick of y'all. Like I'm sick of being the person who puts myself out there. I'm sick of being the person who brings these conversations mm-hmm. first. And so I just decided like, no, like I'm just not doing it anymore. And those who are true friends who are having adult relationships and adult friendships with me, there's an understanding that we may not talk for two, three months, but we're still friends and that's okay. And being okay with that switch up and it with my own personal mind. And I think it's okay to have those conversations too, because I've definitely had friends, you know, guys don't really talk about it that much, but like where even like one of your tight homies might be like, you go for a while not talking to each other. Maybe you're the one always trying to hit each other up. Like, yo, you're trying to go kick it. You want to go yeah. ride bikes. You want to go do something. And you're like, Man, why am I always doing this? But you have to understand that that person might be like on their grind mm-hmm. busy yeah and we're at that age now where it's you're supposed to be on you're not if you are in that and you're in that mindset like I gotta be on my grind like yeah you're, hopefully your yeah. friends understand like you gotta go get it exactly and that doesn't really happen until like your mid 20s where it's like yeah. alright I got this new career mm-hmm. I'm like starting my life I'm starting to yeah. figure out what I like so like us trying to do the same old, same old is, like, distracting me in a way. Like, yeah. I can't focus on what I got to do. So, I'm sorry if I, like, don't answer yeah. for a while because I'm just on my on my grind. Right. But it's a conversation. Exactly. It's, it's a conversation. Because mm-hmm. I've been the friend that didn't realize that I wasn't initiating mm-hmm. certain things. Um, and I didn't realize that until people had a conversation with me. And it absolutely didn't mean that I didn't care about the friendship. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it was still, like, a 50-50 situation. Yeah. But life, you know? <laughs> exactly. So all it takes is the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think 2020 taught a lot of people that too because yeah. you have to reach out to be friends with somebody when you can't be yeah, with yeah. You're not going to run into them at the bar like, oh, I just saw you at the bar right. and stuff. Like, no, no not really. This is, no. this is work. Yeah. Yeah. I think 2020, at least for this, us in our 20s going into our early 30s, things along those lines, it just taught you what mattered. It mm-hmm. taught you mm-hmm. where your value lied because you realized that it lied within yourself and you had to do the work to make that okay. Um, and it taught you how to reevaluate where you were mm-hmm. and how to make that make right. wherever you were okay right. and grow on to the next thing. Also, I will I will caveat if your circle ain't working for nothing, I need you to evaluate if you're working for something. Step one. <laughs> okay, period. Mm-hmm. Evaluation. B, if y'all are not working for anything as a unit, can somebody please do better? I need somebody to just evaluate like, hey, what do we want in life? And are we able to do that for each other? Mm-hmm. And just do something for yourself. Like yeah. quarantine people, there I see an entrepreneur every day. If you don't start something, and, I don't, and, and it's not even to say you have to, but if you have an idea and you're sitting on it, what is that doing for you? Like, if you have an idea and you're excited about it, get you a group of friends that are going to encourage you to move forward. Because yes. what's a better time to do that than in the middle of a pandemic when you're inside all day? Yeah. Yep. By your damn self. Yep. 
I agree. But yeah, so I guess that's where we are in life. Yeah. I guess that's our full. Like it's great. It's our full day. That. <laughs> hey, that was a good conversation. Bro, yeah. It was solid. It was solid. But I think we can definitely jump into Culture Cops. For those of you who are maybe new to our podcast, this is since we are in season two, we do our best to take advice from those who were listening. And so one of the critiques that we got last season early on was that our conversations were not very clear when we were switching topics. So now I have done my best to label our segments <laughs> and make sure that when we change them that they also have a name so this one is i'm also never going to explain this again so this one is called <laughs> i'll never explain this again so this is culture cops say it with me garrett like a cop call <laughs> perfect perfect but no, so this is this is Culture Cops, where we do our best to run down some of the more popular things that have happened that we just think you should be aware of, right? And so I guess we're, are we trying to? We're not going to run down everything from July. So no, we're not. We're, we're just doing the things that we care about. Yeah, we're going to, try to catch up real quick to a quick hit. So yes, quick hit. Uh, one that we definitely, the one that we're definitely going to touch on though is this ridiculous flipping election process. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. What? So before we even start with this <laughs> and what madness has taken place in 2020, has anybody seen the video on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter of people that are like, ask, they're acting as God and the angel? <laughs> and it's like, did you schedule all of the tragedies for 2020s? <laughs> 2020s? <laughs> and he goes, uh, 20, 2020, yeah, 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 tw- plural, plural, <laughs> plural. <laughs> she, she, she said, yes, what did you think I said? All 10 years. He said, uh, I thought you meant just this one. Just, just 2020. <laughs> and then you got Satan in the background like, you scheduled all 10 years in one? <laughs> That's literally what it feels oh like. Oh my bro. God. All we're waiting for is the aliens. Like, are y'all, are y'all pulling up? Tic-tac. Klingons. Where are you at? They definitely turned around. They <laughs> said, they said they got a lot going on up there. <laughs> not this year. They said we'll they are not okay. And we do not want parts of that. We'll hit them back in five. Something called a COVID. They got a, a COVID. Have y'all ever heard of that? Mm-mm. No, it's killing people. <laughs> We're going to have to just, no, no, no. Change route. Change route. So again, a whole lot's happened since <laughs> July. But um, definitely going to hit an election season first. For those of you who were not <laughs> Joe Biden and Kamala Harris fans, Oh well, so I'm, I'm not mad. sorry for you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sorry for you. Yeah, congratulations um, to uh, that L you pres- took. Vice President, oh, no, well, sorry, President-elect yeah. uh, Joe Biden and uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Yes, um, honey. Yeah. All that black girl magic. Mm. I feel like you can take a sigh of relief, maybe. I hope you did. I don't know I where did. you were. Maybe you can be like, I remember where I was on that Saturday when they Man. finally called that, that damn crazy? election. Uh, yeah, I was hiking a mountain. So I was... Oh, oh. I was, <laughs> you was on top of the world. Yeah, what I was, was real. I was real on top. No, I was... Literally yeah, and figuratively. I was in, in Pennsylvania hiking that day so Man. I got to like a spot where I could get service and boom and the best yeah, news my phone ever. went off and yes. I got it so it was a good day but Look. um yeah, shout out to that. You. I feel like this year's been so crazy. We've been talking about the election for like the last four years. It's been Literally, like right? Because he was just getting ready for like, yo, I'm getting ready for re-election. Like, Trump never stopped campaigning. So Quite literally. From yeah. top to bottom. And just we, never quite quit. And we were already ready to get him out of office. Immediately. Can we, Immediately. Let's not forget that he also was impeached. Yeah. So like, I mean, there's a lot of things that we need to look back on at the end of this and be like, yo, a lot of things have happened, but a lot of things that oh. never should be repeated ever. Again. Ever. Yeah. 
So like, think about how crazy it is that we in our generation have a historical moment that we can remember that's as historical as Obama. Like, remember when Obama first got elected in 08? Oh, yeah. Height? I cried. Right? High key. I cried when Kamala, or Kamala won. I was like, oh. Yeah. And I think it's because she, like, represents black women. Like, what a black mm-hmm. woman it's, is in all of her facets. Yep, absolutely. It's you know, intersectionality to a T. To a T. Since I wasn't I around, I mean, outside of, like, calling my mom that night and seeing, like, my family on social media, like, how do black women feel about Kamala being vice president? So... We're all aware. Well, yes, we're we, 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 we're aware of Kamala's career before being elected. Yeah, Let's, we understand that. Yes, right. Fully aware. She's not perfect. However, to me, this was probably the most realist realistic step to yeah. a progressive nation that we yeah. could have taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little a little. Tiptoe, yeah. right? A little dip, a little, little, little shift, yeah. but we're here <laughs> yeah, now. Shift, you know, as a black woman, I can say I'm proud. Yeah, I, no, I can absolutely agree. Yeah, I think for me, it's more so just the what what Obama was to black men mm-hmm. is what Kamala is to black women, mm-hmm. and more so what, what Obama was to little black boys and representation is what Kamala is or Kamala is to little black girls like you see it and we talk about representation all the time whether it be in media whether it be in police stations which you know I I got my issues there whether it be in tech in spaces that we're just not seeing but like women are rarely seen in the political space in Mm -hmm. general and they're certainly not seen directly in the White House and so to be able to look at a little girl and go you can do that too absolutely it literally gives me chills every time I think about it and again I just she she just looks like she smells like motions and cocoa butter <laughs> and like we said that about Michelle because oh, yeah. Michelle probably absolutely did smell she like got that pink stuff on butter. her counter yeah for absolutely. sure she certainly has pink lotion yeah but like also Kamala's daughter is fire did okay. anybody see that tan suit and those red bottoms yeah she dope girl lit I said oh, I can't wait to see you in the White House mm-hmm. slaying is, on is us is that her like stepdaughter 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 daughter, I don't so. know girl lit is she, is she just full white what is she no I think she, she come, she's some kind of brown she got some brown in there cause oh. she was definitely tan cool and she definitely had I, I brown hair I, I have no idea nah sis was lit I don't even know her name but I'm just I am hyped that look her up a black woman gets to walk the halls and have such a humongous say in what things do. And honestly, truly, if we're get, being a real, real group of people right now, mm-hmm. what's the shirt that says "Never mind" or "F it, I'll do it"? And it's quoted by black women. Mm-mm. Where it's like, you know what? Black women, on some realness, handled the election. Like black women handled the election. Yeah. Stacey Abrams handled Georgia, handled it, so that we didn't have any problems. Mm-hmm. Like. Kamala is going to come in and handle business the same way that the woman who handled the last um, debate, presidential debate, was like, we're not going to do this today. Mm-mm. Not on my time. Let's try again. Maxine Waters reclaiming my time. Mm-hmm. Black women, we're not about it. We're yeah. not We're not with the, we're not with the shits. Yeah. And y'all not going to sit out here and play with us. So I'm just hyped that I think that there's that much confidence and glow walking into the White House. Yeah. And quite frankly, Black Girl Magic has a whole new meaning in my world. Okay. So. Come on. And the biggest house. Period. <laughs> hey. Period. Oh, there ha- there were a lot of negatives out of this election. We're still dealing with some of those negatives. Yeah, I need sure. my man to concede. 
immediately. Yeah. However, bored. Like you bored? Bo- say I'm bored in the house and I'm in the- you need to get a hobby please outside of this house. Please. You know, there were a lot of firsts that came out of this election. We we're seeing first black like congressmen yeah. and women like in certain areas of the country. We're mm-hmm. seeing the first openly queer and trans people in yeah. Congress. Right. Yeah. So for me, like that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So yeah, and I don't, I think the work has just started. Like, mm-hmm. you can't be like, oh, man, 2020 was rough. I'm glad that's over with. Yeah. I'm done with elections and nope. politics forever. Mm-hmm. Like, unfortunately, like, we are, you're it's in it now. The work just started. And the work is, is just beginning. Like, yeah. we have, I'm sure in two years, we'll have more Senate races mm-hmm. to do yeah. in a couple yeah. years. And, like, we have more House representatives to elect yeah. so we have yeah. to stay diligent and keep up on your voter yeah. registration yeah we should do. be voting every two years because the things you care about are probably going to be affected more in your local and through the senate and stuff so mm-hmm. you need yeah. to make sure your representatives are who you want them to be outside of just the president so stay diligent stay diligent and uh keep voting and learning and stay informed yes, yes. exercise you're right but you deserve to take a break you may you can uh, turn your brain off outside yeah. of You can turn your brain off. It's okay. This has been a a hell of a year. Hi, Key. So, moving on, let's just talk about the queen herself, Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, y'all got that. Yeah, no, she broke the interest of net yet again. Every time. Every trip. Because what did she drop? A whole. What do you. Is it a film? Is it a visual album? What do you call it? A visual masterpiece. Okay. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. (laughs) So she dropped Black is King, which is, I think, oh my God, I'm going to say this incorrectly and get slandered by all the Beyonce critics in the world. But um, it was her album. Is the album Black is King? Or is it. Yeah, the album's Black is King. So she dropped a visual masterpiece mm-hmm. for her album. Mm-hmm. And frankly, there are songs that I wasn't listening to on the album until after I watched Black is yes. King. I said, oh, these slap different. Yes. Okay. I'm still sweeping up my edges from this Just summer sh- sh- that I lost watching Black is King. The film. That's the sound. Yes. That's In the dustpan. Yeah. That's what it sounds like in my mind. But no, quite literally, and I think the reason that it was so impactful was that if you are a creative person to any degree, it touched every industry and spectrum of creativity from musicianship to the the clothing that she wore, the costume design, yes. the choreography, the music, the vocals, every single part of it. Every detail. Down touched. Yes. Double, triple reviewed. Yes. And all by black people. Yes. And that's what made it so lit. Like everyone, like black people from the southernest, the most southern parts of Africa yeah. to parts in, in, in North America, like nothing that touched that was not overseen by someone of color. Yes. And to- honestly, to, I mean, kind of to your point. Yeah. Beyonce is the CEO of doing her research yeah. before executing anything. Truly. And the quality shows. Truly. Truly. I think she said it took her, what, maybe like two, three years to actually put the whole thing together. Like, it was outstanding. It was an absolutely outstanding piece of work. And again, like I said, I think if you're a creative to any degree, you appreciated it. And even if you weren't, just someone who wants to see, like, if, and even film. People who were in film were just like, my God, that yes. was incredible. Inspiration. High key. And then, of course, she drops this masterpiece and blows all of our minds and then has the audacity to drop Ivy Park. Not once, but twice. Multiple colorways. In a week. Like, and it's still sold out. So to anybody who actually bought out 
everything that I wanted. Rude. They, thanks. You're rude. You're I guess rude. I'll catch the next one. <laughs> 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 yeah, Chloe will be catching you at your house. I love yeah. 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 you. Don't be her size. Look, <laughs> don't on. do it. Don't do it. I'm telling you, I had friends who like have friends who were in Adidas who were like, they got me drops. I've got friends who who have friends who work in sneaker shops who are like, yeah, we got you. And I'm like. I don't have those friends. So no. is she like? So is that out now? Like, is uh, since it's run out, is she not making? That, I don't know. That collection gone. She, I know she just kind of she, she moves at the beat of her own drum, and we just follow suit. So, so we go. I guess for now we just stay tuned. Just like good luck. I'm yeah. not good with. I'm not good with uh, collections and trying to catch stuff. Look, that's real. When I tell you, it's like the Hunger Games in that for real. For real. Uh, I'm gonna get upset if I'm like really looking forward to something and you still don't catch it. No. Honestly, we were going back to like measurements of success. To me. A measurement of success for my life is <laughs> getting, getting one of those box. boxes in the mail. Can I please? Can I, can I have it? Can I have it? Oh, okay. she sends you the big box. Can I have it? That everything. is a new measurement of success. <laughs> if we want to be honest, have I made it to be that influential? Like the chick who did the entire Beyonce um, montage yes. for Halloween was it T. Asia Labrie or something? Oh, like uh, Tabria Majors. Wow, mm-hmm. I was wrong. Yeah, so, you were there. So sorry. You're on the cusp. So sorry, Miss Majors. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, she got, like imagine being that influential. You're like you're an influencer, and all. She, and she sent you a box for being you. <laughs> And that is what I want in yes. life. I want to be so influential. And that's a measure of success for me. I want to be so influential in the things that I do that mm. people are just, like, drawn to it. And then people send me packages. And Word. handwritten letters from Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> from Beyonce <laughs> saying, incredible work, darling. That's, yes. her, that's her voice in my head. I know just, she's clearly from the South. She doesn't like yeah. But, like, <laughs> dear Savannah, love Beyonce. Oh! that mentally that's also how i feel about like if like lena waith was to message me or Issa ray that's real love Issa. oh my god oh, oh, oh my god she's dry heaving hot just, the thought. just it's it's shocking <laughs> film because film and music are like high key my second loves mm-hmm. and so when anything drops in those spaces and i'm just like wow this is great like i'm hype for Zendaya or Zendaya and uh, Denzel Washington's son filmed mm-hmm. film to drop. Mm-hmm. There's another one that's dropping about Malcolm X and mm-hmm. um, there's like it's I'm gonna get the name of it right. I'm sorry guys, but I'm hype about it. Like I see a good movie trailer and I'm wet. So just know one day I'm gonna be in that industry. I don't know when. But. Hopefully we can go back to movie theaters. I don't know how I feel about dropping all these movies like and just giving them to me like on on streaming services on Netflix and Amazon. Really? I don't know. I feel like I'd rather be like I like being at the theater for like drops. I just have a hard time catching a drop. That's real. When it's like, oh, I'm just gonna give this to you on Netflix. It's not the hype is gone now. Cause I was looking forward to that. Um, Zendaya is that about Martin Luther King? It's right. um, no, it's about an actor and film writer who has just dropped a film, and he's waiting for how it's gonna change his life. And it, Zendaya, Zendaya plays his, uh, oh. I think, fiance or girlfriend. Okay. Wow. But see, film nerd, like I shouldn't know the plot of it, and no. it hasn't dropped. I mean, I haven't even seen like, a like, real trailer for it. So exactly. So why am I so lame? But no, I'm I'm super hyped about it. But since we're on the topic of celebrities and things that they do, um, guys. Uh, what 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 verses just happened? Oh, Garrett, <laughs> you want to tell us? Yeah, uh, it was Gucci and Jeezy. Uh, the verses was. Ooh, Because I'm a very freaky girl. Get yeah. it from my mama. I don't. Sorry, Tracy. I don't. And, and he didn't. And he didn't play that. So it's okay. He's <laughs> just totally missed that. But um, 
It was, it was I feel like, yeah, it was. Like, I'm, like, I'm not crazy. But he ain't play it. But, oh, so like what? he 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 missed, he missed himself a gym. Yeah. Uh, you guys, did you guys see it? No. So I missed it, but I caught all the memes. Oh, I, I caught all the conversation. I caught the, the, all the conversation. Mm-hmm. Was it a good time? Were you clubbing by yourself? It, I was clubbing. Uh, I was on Facetime with my my cousin. Oh, that's what's up. We was, we was jamming. It was like having a little club. Little club in the house, his house, my house. Club clubs together. Yeah, clubs yeah. together. I mean, apparently, me and Savannah were the only ones that missed it because the viewership was, was just, just insane. Top ten. What, like two million? Yeah. I, I, was it? The, I think it may have been the biggest one thus far. That's it like, was crazy. And, uh, that's crazy. It was a little tense. It got a little tense there for a second. When, you know, yeah. I mean, a little worried. It's gonna cut the feed. Yeah. I mean, because like real life. If we're gonna talk about this scenario, because in case for those of you who don't know why Jeezy and Gucci had beef, from what I've heard and read, I don't, correct me and if I I'm wrong. And I don't speak on gangster things. So. <laughs> I don't speak on gangster things. I don't speak you see on me and like, Garrett over right, here. Like, oh, the other side of the room. Yeah. Oh, I went to private school. <laughs> I don't speak but, on gangster business. I'm crying. From what I remember. <laughs> Jeezy's boys, somebody set up Gucci to get like jumped at the club. Yes. And Jeezy's boys were a part of it. And they thought that Gucci wasn't about that life. And Gucci was about that life. And one of them men lost his life. And then when Gucci found out what it was, he felt the need to write a diss track. And that diss track had a line that said, go dig up your homie to find out. And I said, Mm-mm. And he said that line. Versus, but but hey, but Jeezy was. Oh, okay. I don't know if you can. I don't know how you call it. I guess it depends on like how you view that kind of thing. But like, oh, Jeezy just pretty much is like, yo, let's squash this. Like, let's be bigger men. We've lost so many black men and and music, especially rappers from right King Von and everybody like, yeah, uh, everybody thing going on. So he's like, yo, let's squash this. And then like the way he flipped it into like the song he was going into was just. It was hard, but the culture one as cliche as lame as that is, but like it was, it was fun as hell. So I'm not mad at it. I respect it, Mm -hmm. but you know, you know that happened. But since we're again on the topic of rappers, we can really move over to the queen. Well, the other queen right now, the Houston hottie, the Houston hottie, the stallion, the stallion. Yes, Meg. Oh, Meg. She's had a year. She has. Meg has had a trip, bro. She's had a year. Like, she got shot. In she the did. foot. Just We're going to say allegedly. Allegedly. You, but we all know what's up. Right, we know what it is. Mm-hmm. We're going to protect anonymity of these black men. But, Correct. But it's fine. But she got shot and she healed up. She had multiple challenges on TikTok that, like, skyrocketed sure. her <laughs> into a certain level of Even fame. through adversity, even through these musty people musty. trying to find reasons to... <laughs> To blame musty, her musty. and vindicate that living corn that pop from living corn ball. what corn pop, corn ball, whatever. <laughs> I like it. From like doing it. what he obviously did. Yeah. She still shines. And she didn't she didn't dog him, not once. And she gave us the good news. Okay. <laughs> I'm crying. That was top ten. That good was top ten. That was a top ten. That was a moment. That was a top 10 podcasting moment. I'm proud of you for that. I am. I probably am one of the bigger Meg Thee Stallion band stands. I I love her. I've seen her in concert. Was it good in concert? Is she phenomenal in person? Is she phenomenal? I believe it. Yeah. So think about this. This girl, this woman was on the XXL freshman list last Last year. year. Last year. That was last year. That like like last year like you leveled up in a year. Her trajectory is 
It's a run. Like, you call it a run? It's not a run. She's going, she's skyrocketing. Okay. Skyrocket. I'm not trying to. No, I was like, are you dissing the staff? No, I'm like, not going Garrett. to diss it. Like, no. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. See, that's why I'm just going to... I'm just going to... back. But in the midst of all that, she also had an incredible week with good news yes. and being named Rapper of the Year by GQ. That's right. Which is Gentleman's Curie, for those of you who don't know. And more importantly... <laughs> I just let you all to know, just in yes. case you're dick, run away. But GQ also, for those who don't know, is a male-specific journalism piece or magazine, whatever yeah. you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. And so, like, I just want to know how bitter these men are that a woman... Got rapper of the year from a men's magazine. I'm sure they're a little. I'm sure they're upset. I mean, if you look on, if you're just on social media, you're just gonna think that every man is upset. Right, but I, I don't. It's whatever. I mean, Megan's had a. She's had a great year, so she really has. Respect whatever. the process. Go find something better to do than hating on women in their careers. Yeah. Maybe go change Work a tire. Yours. Go lotion your ankles. Please. Go. You're starting fires. Go. You're starting fires. Put something on a grill. Yeah. And, and stay out of her business. Yeah. That's all. Clearly, uh, Chloe's hoping Meg is listening. <laughs> I am. She's letting you know that she got your back no matter what. Honestly, she will stab somebody for you. Honestly, it was the Ashy Allegedly. For me. Allegedly. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah. You know, it's been, it's been a good one. And since we are on the topic of... Music, yes. Since we're still here, yes. One of another one of the people that Chloe stands. What what happened? What happened in November, Chloe? What happened? Let us one? Know. I, I got a list. L- l- this one. This, this one, one right here. So, this one right here. Um, we're gonna move on to white talent. <laughs> This was the way she, this <laughs> was the way you had to introduce it. Like we didn't know what she was us already. <laughs> this is the sub segment, the sixty second one. I'm um, Ariana Grande dropped positions. Yes, she did uh, this month. It's excellent. She got yes, into her bag. Yes, uh, she did. The talent is there. The growth is there. It really is. Great job. Do you listen to Ariana Grande, Garrett? I don't. Oh, you're missing oh. out, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't think you are. I, I agree. I guess. No, you no, don't. No, you don't. It's fine. It's fine. She got into her R and B bag this time around. And I'm not gonna hold you because Garrett has like a really great ear. Like he you all may not know that. And maybe we haven't. We no, didn't, I love our, No, I love do. music. No, I definitely love music. We didn't start our. We, we didn't start our uh, playlist like you were supposed to last season. Oh yeah, that'll be something. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yes, maybe maybe. So I listened to this podcast called The Guys. This is a total sidebar. I'm so sorry. I'm giving away free advertisement. But listen to this podcast called the, the guys next door and it has Mouse Jones, Mac Wiles, and this guy named Fly Rye. And they have this thing called the Get the Draws playlist. And personally, well, I just yeah, well, well, personally, I'm not gonna totally subscribe to what they're doing, but I do think that for every guest we have, we should have them add one of their favorite songs. Oh, or just a song that they think is like inspiring or one that like gets them hype. Maybe like maybe like get hype. I don't know. I don't get, know. To I like get, get to the, the money. Get to the money. Whatever. Whatever. You know. Yeah. Get to Something. the back. We'll, we'll figure it out. But you're definitely gonna have to give us a song before you hop off today. I would love to. I like that. We We'll give each, we will give a song as well and we'll go from there but um yeah Ariana is lit sis her voice is very Mariah Carey it's giving Mariah because the whistle tones are mm-hmm. clear like it's very hard to find someone who can give you a clear whistle tone mm-hmm. and then 35 and 34 35 plus 34 I said oh you're not you're not slick mm-hmm. no she's not you're not slick I can she, add y'all <laughs> She said, You're not slick. I said what I said in case you didn't know what 34 plus 35 was. was. It means I want to blood it up. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then you hear it. And then you no hear chance. it. And you're like, oh, 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 you nasty for real. I said, oh, Ari, Ari. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. She had, so when Beyonce 
had that shift from being like this pop kid mm-hmm. to being grown mm-hmm. and everyone was like whoa that is what this album was for me that's right and Ari I was like oh you went from being a pop kid to being I, a girl. I still feel like I look at Ari it's still like oh you're a pop kid it's a pon- it's ponytail yeah it's, it's a ponytail it's like the yeah it's like yo you still have that child face and I'm sorry like you said I can't see yeah, it and it's okay you know what I mean but you know it was like it took Chris Brown a long time to do that too. It was like, oh, I still had that baby face. It was like nineteen, or it was like start to change. It's like, all right, well, I'm gonna start rapping how like I really, really feel. feel. Mm. You're like, oh, word, like damn, okay, this is no right. longer like kiss, kiss, like <laughs> coming through. You know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah. Sorry. <laughs> now, now I'm just thinking about. Uh, did you see that meme where it was like, um, Chris Brown like dancing? It's like always popping, like he like dancing, oh, at he's you. Like, dancing at the girls. Like, oh was, yeah, and it was like imagine really somebody went. coming at you yeah. like this, like coming up to you, you really terror. like, yeah. you're like, oh, mace, 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 coming at you. You're like, oh god, no, 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 no. What what was the song? Can I can I talk to you? Or um, yo, no, 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 no yos, don't yo at me, don't while you're popping. Yeah, you mm-hmm. ain't, you ain't. Very, yeah. It's very terrifying. But mm-hmm. our last culture cop of the day is definitely going to be my girl Jasmine Sullivan. Yes. For those of you all who do not know, I am a singer on the side. Um, not like a sing, whatever. I'm a singer. It's not on the side. It's on the top. Cackling, but <laughs> I do have a talent God given that I sing, mm-hmm. and therefore I appreciate a good singer. And yes. honestly, Jasmine Sullivan has been dropping singles this year, and every single one she drops, mm-hmm. I lose my hair. Art. The same way that you lost your hair with Meg. It's yeah, the same I'm still way that I it up. sweep up my edge. Because she jabs into the rest. Yeah, it's rude. I got nothing it's to rude. Back I, it's, <laughs> it's like somebody shaved it off. It's like it was shaved off, but it's just been snatched by her vocals and her runs. But she just recently dropped a single, and it's I think it's it's Pick Up Your Feelings. That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. And you know when an artist is going through a breakup mm-hmm. because they songs be talking about it. Mm-hmm. And she keeps dropping music in this room full of plants. With these three vocalists, <laughs> this stoplight in the corner, and this little bohemian-looking white man with his ponytail and mm-hmm. his bass guitar, and honey, rocking out, honey, I don't understand why she hates me so much. How do you open a song with a run like that? If you all haven't heard, just just pick up your feelings, Jasmine Sullivan, and just know that she is the underrated queen. Absolutely, and it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense, and we're mad about it. No, I st- I tell people to this day, I think that Jasmine Sullivan is probably the most underrated black voice period from two thousand two now. Literally, and I stand on that. Twenty years, like it's dumb. I it's stand dumb. on that. It's dumb. But again, guys, these these were our culture cops. So yeah, we're not a, we're not a music podcast. We're but- I mean, ain't nothing else going on in the culture besides music, mm-hmm. honestly, right it's now. It's keeping us afloat. Hi, just just it is. right above the surface. Yeah, you got right you need the music. Right above the surface. Just keep us from all this just underlying anxiety. But shout out to Jasmine Sullivan yes. and all these great artists who keep dropping music. Yeah. And I don't really have any other music to think of off the top of my head. I'm sure there's been a whole bunch of, like, fly shit that came out. But like, Oh, like music-wise? Yeah, it's yeah. just been so much. It's been since July. So. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's a lot to drop. But, like... This is the ladies' podcast. Y'all got it. Sorry, sorry, fam. Y'all got it. We apologize. You said I'm a hush, but But, no. but yeah, this that was that was culture cops. Yeah, it was culture cops. So now we we decided that one of our fun topics that me and Garrett do our best to make sure that we are always as Cleveland centric as possible are our Cleveland can do's. Mm-hmm. But Cleveland can't do much now no, because no. of the pandemic no. and the reopening and now the 
Closing. Okay. Closing. <laughs> what, is it, what is it? It's not a mandate. It's, it's like an a, advisory. It's a suggestion. It's advisory. It's a suggestion, but essentially stuff is closed after 10. We're closing. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what that does, but not I also much. don't want the restaurant industry to close down again because Correct. people suffered. Yeah. And, we're st- and we're seeing those sufferings to this day. Yeah. In the city. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. So, um, for the foodies that listen, because I am a self-proclaimed foodie and Chloe and Garrett are self-proclaimed foodies, um, Lola's in downtown Cleveland is officially closed after 25 years, 20 years. I think 20 years but i yeah. think it was due to covid yeah, yeah. so that's that's a real bummer mm-hmm. i feel like cleveland's lost a lot yes we're not a big city yeah. so it's already hard for like high i don't know like high quality places to like last year mm, yeah because like not enough people are going enough yeah. and it's more just like a oh when i got it like an anniversary type stuff so yes. it's not yeah we're not that kind of city we're too blue collar to like really really be like high level foodie type stuff yeah but uh the things we do have we're just kind of losing in 2020 so yeah um still if you can support your local favorite restaurant yeah. the mom and pop uh, shops in cleveland with food are top tier mm-hmm. yeah for sure tier. and like that's what all like the people that come to cleveland say yeah. we have a dope like, we have dope food so. yeah because we have a food scene yeah it's not super talked about but we definitely have a solid food scene mm-hmm. to the point where like there are lots of people who are specific to cleveland yeah food bloggers mm-hmm. absolutely doing quite well might i add okay don't think thanks mom mm-hmm. we heard you yeah. <laughs> but doing quite well like, like the cleveland food scene is top tier yeah um but no so we've decided that one of the questions that we are going to ask our guest miss chloe here and that we will also answer ourselves so chloe millie this is for you okay um you mentioned when you first came in that cleveland a lot of times is seen as a very mid city and mm-hmm. for those of you all who do not know what mid means it just means like basic like sometimes we get labeled very basic very boring yeah. very like y'all got something but not quite enough to keep people here yeah Yeah. to get people to want to actually stay here yeah so if cleveland is mid what do you think will make it better like if there could be any cleveland can do period that would make cleveland somewhere that people that are millennials in their early 30s wanting to make a bag but also wanting to have fun Mm -hmm. would be what would that be for you or what do you think cleveland should change to make it more enjoyable that's a great question um so if i were to take cleveland from a c plus b minus to that's deep we're barely passing b minus right you know what it is b minus is didn't fly in my household so oh, i just see, have a, I, I, I mean, bad relationship i'm with cool them. i'm cool to be minus <laughs> it's b oh, no, after <laughs> freshman year you were cool <laughs> you were cool but you ain't lying absolutely you ain't lying so <laughs> to take it from like a a to an A minus. Okay. Um, it's a full grade. It's I full mean, we obviously need a larger black scene, especially on the west side. I feel like okay, Cleveland okay. tends to be very uh, siloed yeah, in certain it's, areas. It's segregated. It's self segregated for sure. Yeah, especially when you're talking east to west. Yeah. So I need more of the food culture black culture of the, the east, east side, side. Mm-hmm. here I and i think the east side could use more um absolutely what, what would you say more 
I think accessibility. Needs, accessibility. I don't know. Yeah, shit. Absolutely. It's just yeah, hard, it's just hard to yeah. get to the east side. It's not like there's anything like most people on the west side don't know yeah. about the east side of Cleveland. Yeah. It's like it's just a foreign world and it's hard to get to and it's not it's just so like a kept it's like a little secret. Mm-hmm. You think? I think so. I feel like we know what's going on, but it's like it's like nah, that's not for West Siders. Almost lightweight. That's so interesting. Lightweight, that's how like I feel as a West Sider. Like it's hard to get over there, it's hard to get to Cleveland Heights. Yeah. It's hard to get to Coventry, to Shaker. L O L. It's just like uh, I, I don't really know. Like I hear about the spots good, but I'm cool on the West Side. There's enough yeah. over here. So it's yes. hard to get over there. Cool. I would say um, we need one more downtowny area. Yeah, and that's gonna yeah. be my contribution. I could see that. I could see that. We need one more like. But it, it needs to be pretty centralized for everybody. Yeah. Like, I think the flats was a really good start and has started to kind of mm-hmm. trickle its way trickle down a little uh-huh. bit. We need another downtown social area. But okay. that's but that's what Uptown tried to be. Like Correct. But then it kind of, like, mm-hmm. it fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It fizzled out because, like, one, it's hard to have, like, I don't know, it's turned into a lot of, like, chains again. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, little custom, like, nice spots. Mm-hmm. I agree. And now we lost, you lost Corner Alley. Mm-hmm. You lost. Oh, Corner yeah. lost a bunch of stuff on the, in Uptown, so it's like, I don't know. Uptown could be a, a nice, dope spot, but it's just, I don't know. It's like they don't do it right. Like yeah. You, yeah. Got, you got a full college there. It's like you yeah. don't do it right. How can you not when yeah. Case is like right there? I think that they made it a college town, though. Like I think that they just yes. made Uptown a college town yes. versus like putting in the work to make it Mm-hmm. But you can do better. Yeah, yeah. you can make that. Uh, yeah, you, you can know? do that better. And I think the last thing I would say, and you two are going to agree with me. <laughs> A new mall, because Beachwood is not cutting it. Okay. We need, like, an east type of situation. Yeah. And Legacy Village needs to be revamped. You know what's funny, though? I, I would kind of agree, mm. but I feel that they did that with Pinecrest. They did. And I would agree with you. But I think it... I, think you, I don't think you're wrong. I think mm. that... I think one of the charms of Cleveland, as we all mentioned, was the mom and pop ishness of it, right? Yeah. And so there is a lot of entrepreneurship with a lot of good ideas, but that entrepreneurship doesn't get the support it deserves. Yeah, and so, yeah I get that. That's a really sure. good point. Yeah. And so I think that if you're going to try and do an open air mall again, because malls, in my opinion, are just going to die. Like, they're going to die. Oh, totally. yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, no. Right? Mm-hmm. You had a comment. You stopped it. Why? Oh, no. No, 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 no you're right. I feel like Amazon is just going to eat them up. I That's feel true. Like. Yeah. You just, we get everything online now. We're not really trying to be in the stores, especially after COVID. No one's really trying to be yeah. out, out. Amazon's also taking over the east side of Cleveland, though. So, like, as a, as true. as the east sider in this room, because both of them live on the west side. We very much do. Um, it's so funny that you all feel that way because that's how I feel about the west side. Really? Yeah. Like, I feel like the west side is for the west siders. Oh. Like, I think it's weird when east siders come to the west She's side. Sick. Stay out. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, it's weird. Both of them, we both have that. that yeah. Room, yeah. And, like, I love coming to the west side because it's all these fun knick-knacky small cute little things like i love gordon square yeah but i don't do. know if gordon square is considered west side enough to be west side yeah, i would say so i would say so would yeah say so. It's pretty west. so like i didn't know about gordon square until i turned 24 25 mm-hmm. and like i didn't know about like these madison area until i was 24 25 but i also grew up in shaker yeah so like yeah i knew that's yeah. deep east side right yes. like shaker bedford orange like that's where i kicked it mm-hmm. and like the hoods of the east side mm-hmm. is like where i had life experiences for lack of a better term but like that was my reality right and so I never like we may have played two or three west side high schools and I was like what's even over here Mm. and had no interest in finding out but I do think you're right I think that a 
space that is properly built up for young people is necessary. And I think that they're trying to do that with the Van Aken district because it's the middle of Shaker. But I also think that Shaker's far. Like, but I also grew up there, so it's not far for me. Like, of course, for the East Siders, that's going to be yeah. great. But it's hard for, like... It's not accessible, It's hard like you said. for us to get over there to be yeah. like, all right, we're going to go to Shaker for the day. Like, like, what's your thought? Your first thought when you're like, oh, I got to drive to Shaker. Oh, I got to drive to the Heights. You're like, oh, no. Right? Like, Yo, that's like, look on the yeah, but it's like, like, oh yeah. my god. It sucks, but I, like, I love Cleveland Heights. Like, I love yeah. Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights is cool. But it's just like, oh man, like, it's going to be a minute for me to get here. Like, yeah. I got to go some like crazy ass way just to like. High key. Because yeah, there's, no, no, there's no, it's not, there's no highway access, right? Well, and that's be, one thing. construction. All the time. There's construction all the time. On the east side of Cleveland. It's crazy, bro. Oh my god. But no, I, th- I think that if it was done correctly, they would do it in Coventry. I think that they chose Shaker, yes. but that was a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. I think if they did it correctly, it would it would have been done on Coventry. Okay. And all those... But the thing is, there's a lot of money right there. Coventry is this really off-put, niche, niche kind of community. I would agree. That's right next to some of the wealthiest people in Cleveland Heights. Right. So I don't know. I don't... I think it should be done near Coventry, but I don't think that the money that's over there would actually allow it to happen. I agree with you. Which sucks I because there's a lot are. on that. The property values yeah. go down. They, supposedly. Mm-hmm. But in reality, when you bring infrastructure into a place, it builds it, mm-hmm. right? And there's the apartments over there off of Coventry are gorgeous. They're, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. they're old, but they're gorgeous and they're freaking huge. They're I, think that's a, and I think that's the difference, too, is like you can talk about the West Side with Tremont and Ohio City. It's like a lot newer apartments and newer living spaces mm-hmm. for like trying to attract working like millennials like mm-hmm. you know trying to get that new money but like the east side is more like old school homes yeah old school apartments Absolutely. real tight and like trying to squeeze stuff in here mm-hmm. like Lakewood's like way like that like old school in that way but I feel like it's you can start to see on the west side starting to build more newer style apartments yeah. than that so I don't know I don't know what it is for um, I would say more lakefront I feel like we don't we don't get enough spaces to kick it on the lake. There's not enough like lake restaurants. Mm, that's fair. Now that that's be fair. Really nice. Like we have that's Edgewater. Fair. That's cool. Edgewater is great, but that's only for us. Oh, I don't even yeah. know if the east side has. No, a we beach, have really. the the closest thing we have to a beach is like Menor. Okay, so we, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Okay. We there's so much lakefront property. I know it's yeah. a lot of homes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like if you use some of that lakefront property for like new new uh restaurants mm-hmm. just that's, yeah. that'd be really nice like skyline restaurants because like the summer yeah. if we just like really just dove in like yo we got this nice beautiful great lake yeah like we're just that tourist attraction ass city like whatever just come for the summer come kick yeah. All, yeah. all spend all your money in the summer here like i'm not mad at that though that would work i feel like it would be dope and what's funny is that when you get to the east side of cleveland because i'm in euclid but there's this community called bratnall that's right yeah. off of the lake yeah. in euclid that is nothing but bread they yeah. got it's money yeah. Yeah. Right? But it's gorgeous. Like, I went to their country club once, and my word, was it stunning in there. Yep. But I think you're right. Like, you, like as you all should know by now, Garrett's a very outdoorsy person. He rides his bike. He goes camping. Come on, Mr. And like, R.E.I. Uh, camping, camping, though. Like, Garrett be off of the edge of cliffs next to his his tent that he pitched himself building fires. It's like, like, it's important for, for black people to be outside. And I, I respect that. <laughs> I think it's relevant. I think it's needed. And we just, as suburbanites, at least my very suburban self and very, like, I like the city self, I, I know enough about the outdoors because my grandma taught me. So, like, if yeah. I ever need yeah. to feed myself, 
myself and I'm lost in the wilderness. Like, I know how to hunt low-key. I know oh, how to yeah, skin okay. a fish. I know how to catch a fish. I know how to oh. trap a fish. Like, Diane set the kid up for success, but I prefer the city. Let's right. not play. <laughs> but I think I think you're right. I think it's really important. And I also think that we don't do it enough. Like, you've got white kids out here who enjoy sh- shooting guns in the woods for kicks and giggles. You've got kids who enjoy pitching a tent for kicks and giggles. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's it's also important, like, survival skills. Yeah. It's, it's, plus it's just fun to do. Like, the West Side has that. The East Side really has nothing that attracts, yeah. like, outside of, like, the lakefront property houses, like, to attract, like, the East Side is predominantly black, at least for... Yeah. Yeah. Closest, no, closest to the lake is more predominantly black. But you don't see like any advocating for like outdoors, learning how to be like black sailing, black kayaking, oh, that would be so learning how to kayak, learning how to do anything that's naturey and outdoorsy for this lake. Like you don't see that really being like shown to black kids. You don't. But I so, think like sailing—that's a dope idea. Yeah. I, I would love to take a sailing yeah. class. And and we're on think- the water. It's what I'm saying. We're right there. So I just think that'd be cool to just make people. The more you just jump into like, yo, we're we're an outdoorsy state. Like, hey, we're yeah. outside. Like, come yeah. come do stuff outside, and then come drink and eat on the waterfront. Because I mean, Pier W has a gorgeous view, it sure does. but it isn't the only restaurant that's on the water. It's mm-hmm. just the only one that took the time to build that view mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then skyrocket the prices. Do I go? Absolutely, sure do. But I think you're right. And when yeah. I think about, I'm sorry, I'm just my last point is I, I, when I think about the the real estate on the lakefront. A lot of it is off of Euclid, mm-hmm. and the parts of Euclid that it's off of are black communities, but they're not wealthy black communities. Mm-hmm. Like the part of Euclid that has the great view that does, uh, that they used to do a music piece every year. I used to go there for the radio station. It's a bunch of black people who look at the water, but have no interest in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, like it's gorgeous out there, right? But no, but like you said, no one's teaching yeah. we need to be the black community or brown communities the importance of just enjoying water. I mean, how many black kids you know can't swim? A lot. That's like a joke, but a serious thing. Like I've really just become like a better swimmer recently. Yeah. Like it's not like, you know what I mean? It was I was always been like able to survive. Like mm-hmm. I doggy paddle myself to say <laughs> I do what I gotta do but like, like to swim swim. Yeah, but like to swim swim to like to tread water and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean that's also we don't have a lot of access to that, but I feel like shoot if you're the east side or at least the west side, both people like mm-hmm. you have this big lake. You gotta we need to learn. Utilize that joint. Yeah. But no, so I think I think that's good. I think that, that would be our Cleveland candies. If if Cleveland if anybody in infrastructure in Cleveland's listening, we would like things that are water related Please allow there to be classes for kids to go sailing and kayaking in Cleveland, not in Cincinnati, because Cincinnati has some cool ones, but like in the city of Cleveland, Mm -hmm. off of the lake. Um, Definitely build some infrastructure that gives young millennials an opportunity to spend money with local mom and pop shops and just young entrepreneurs in general. I love that. And give us a new, what do we call it? Like a new downtown kick it space that's specific to the bougie of us, but not so uppity that people don't feel comfortable coming in. Yeah, yes. dope. Down with that? I'm down yeah. with it. Yeah, so those, those are our Cleveland can-dos. If you all have any suggestions on other things you want us to, like, maybe mention, if we ever happen to make a friend who's in infrastructure, send it to us on Instagram. Talk your talk pod. For sure. Yeah, I see but you. yeah. But that was a good podcast. That was good, right? That was dope. Do we want to touch on relationships, or do you want to leave that to the next one when uh, I bring Chloe Millie back? Let's leave it for it. Leave it for the let's next leave one? It. Let's leave it for the next okay. one. All right. Well, guys, welcome to season two. 
where we're gonna have lots of guests and lots of fun. Oh, the last thing you gotta do, you gotta drop a song. You gotta give us a song. Okay. You gotta give us a song. Give us like, like what kind of song are we talking? Um, been... I think I think getting to the money. I, I like I like the way that sounds. Yeah, what's the song that's gotten you uh it's gotten motivated for twenty twenty? Yes. Oh, um one song that I like, a get into the money type of song, is Brent Fias, Lost Kids Get Money. High key. Look, here's the thing. That's my song. Y'all not gonna sleep. Chloe's Chloe's repertoire of music. Oh yeah. Is Fire. is pretty untouched. Her and our friend Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. Oh yeah. Shout Amanda, out to the crew. That's my soul sister right there. Shout out to the crew. music together. But like Chloe's ear is untouched. So if you tell you to listen to something, please just do it. Like I promise you're not gonna regret that decision. Absolutely. Garrett, anything that you would want to add to our little podcast here? Um, no, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm no, crying, no, Garrett. That's not how I'm, it not. Works. I'm happy. I'm happy to be. I'm happy to be potting again. I'm happy, you happy to be potting again. Okay. Yeah, it's, well, been a, it's been a while. Um, music wise, get to the money. Uh, I'm trying to think. My phone's not on me, so I don't really have. All right. But yeah, I'm cool. Well, okay. Well, next episode. <laughs> next episode. I just want you to know you got to bring a song. I'll okay? bring a song. I got you. Period. Point blank. And so I am gonna get Pick into song, my. Okay. I'm. Yeah, okay. So he's gonna get his. He's gonna get his. Just because he's out here really trying to play the game or pl- play the kid. But um, I'm gonna get into my. I don't know if you would call this soca or like Caribbean do bag. It, do it, do it. But um, there's this artist called Wizkid, and it's yes. not like typical Wizkid that people think of because there there's like two different artists named Wizkid. This Wizkid has no space in his name. And quite frankly, he has an entire album. He did drop a new one in 2020, as I'm just now realizing, but it's called Made in Lagos, or Lagos, which is Lagos, Nigeria. But he has an album from before that's called Sounds from the Other Side. And frankly, he has this song on there called um, "African Bad Girl" featuring Chris Brown, and it's not—it's just a song that gets me hype. Like yeah. when, when there's a song that just the song just kind of like flows through your bones, and the beats kind of make you want to move. A song that can get me up mm-hmm. just really makes me happy. So African Bad Girl. So that's 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 my. <laughs> that should have been my song. I'm crying. That's my addition. These two are over here, a whole contemplating music choice. But African Bad Girl is mine from Wizkid. So Chloe's was what was yours again? Bert Fires. Uh, mine was uh, what is it Lost Kids Get Money yeah Lost Kids Get Money and do you have another one you want to add because yeah, you just got really excited over I there I did uh, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin dropped Savage Mode 2 mm, uh, that's this a good one. year that's a good uh, one rich nigga shit featuring young <laughs> <laughs> when that's I post a picture of Chloe, when yeah. I post a picture of Chloe, I want y'all to know that you're just not gonna expect that to be her music choice. That's the song when I play in the car, when I'm driving to the East Side, <laughs> and I'm posting. I'm crying. That's my song. LOL. But yeah, so that's African Bad Girl, and the two that Chloe just mentioned. I'll I'll drop them in the name of the description of the pod, and then Garrett, what's what's yours? All right, I'm about to go with uh. Deontay Hitchcock mm-hmm. um, his new album and the song Growing Up okay. slash yeah, Mother bro. God right I said wait a minute yeah. wait a minute but, but that's I probably my song it. to uh, my motivating song right now okay oh. okay alright alright well guys that is the end of episode one of season two thank you for joining us this is great you had a good time with us I had a great time had a blast yes. yeah it's funny how quickly podcasting goes if you just kind of keep running with it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah, for real. It's dark. It's, oh, it is. Yeah, the sun, was, the sun goes down right now. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening. Um, we're definitely going to drop our handles per usual. So, Chloe, why don't you start since you're our guest around? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can follow me at Chloe Angelique. Oh, Brie, I, oh on Instagram. <laughs> 
Oh, Instagram, yeah, and Twitter is underscore Chloe Angelique. Boom, there it is. All right, cool. And I'm at Gareth, G-A-R-R-E-T-2-H, yup, H, and uh, Gareth the Great. <laughs> it's very important, yo, not Gareth. <laughs> very important, please know. Uh, Gareth the Great on all social. Yes, and my name is Savannah. You can find me at S underscore V underscore McCarthy. I know it's annoying. I'm working on changing it. Just bear with me. Uh, but more importantly, you can follow the pod at the Talk Yo Talk podcast on Instagram and maybe for season two we'll get a Twitter honestly we're gonna find out but why for not? now you know why not we have opinions and such but again thank you for listening we appreciate you um, we will have a drop schedule for you all next episode but just know we're gonna be promoting we love you we appreciate you if you have anything that you would like to tell us um, slide in our DMs quite frankly slide, slide in the yeah, DMs that's an open invitation <laughs> crying slide the DMs and we will be dropping Chloe Millie's face on <laughs> The page so that you all can know how to find her. Yeah. Listen, they have you an icy girl, they have glitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're gone. Please, guys. Goodbye. Right, so stay healthy. Right. Bye. <laughs>